All right, here we go. Another episode of the 222 Podcast. And Robbie just said something that may have been the most Robbie thing he has ever said in his life. Obviously, we're still social distancing. And uh, after last night's announcement, it's a Friday. Looks like we're going to be doing this social distancing bit a little bit longer. And um, Robbie just said because he's trying a new device tonight for our Skype session. And he was, you know praising this new device and i agree so far the new device sounds better and looks better and robbie just said forget about me in this he just said and i quote i like the view of me better in this so the one takeaway from the new device is that you like how you look in this new device yeah i look great (laughs) I like I like how you have no you have no explanation. You have you have no defense. You're just like, yeah, I'm a goddamn handsome SOB in this. I mean, you know, let's fact check. I looks great. Check it. Check mark. I look great. Let's, I just let's fact check. Okay. Okay, Fe- CNN, Fox News and MSNBC. Undisputed, you know what I mean? Yeah, you look good. Fantastic. You look good. I, I, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, listen, quarantines treat me well. <laughs> hey, did you do did you do the appropriate show prep for today? Because you had an assignment, if you remember. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna take that as a no. What was my what was my homework? Your homework was to have the matches for the money in the bank, so we can make our picks. So. Oh. I have that. You have that. I have. That. Wait, no, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Re- rephrase that. You'll get that. Oh, I'll get it. But I know where to get it. Yeah, you don't have it right now. No. no That'll okay. take me twenty seconds. I know where I'm going. Okay. I know how to navigate a wrestling slate. <laughs> I figured. I wasn't really worried about it, but just I wanted. I knew I had a question there that would put a blank stare in your face. Oh yeah. 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 My puzzled look actually looks good on this too. <laughs> By the way, if anyone's wondering what Robbie's going to be doing the rest of the night, it's just staring at himself in this new device that he's using. Yeah, I'm going to have a Skype conversation with myself. Yeah, he's going he's to Skype his own phone and just put <laughs> one of them on mute and just gaze into his own eyes. Um, oh, you do it. Hey, um, you are, we're both enjoying a beer. I'm having a, because uh, I got the uh, opportunity to chat with um, Glenn Macnow the other day on the radio program. It's super nice guy. Uh, it's always fun when you grow up listening to somebody. And I, I was a fan of Glenn on uh, WIP back in the day. Uh, he had a bunch of different shifts there. Now he's doing weekends and pregame show stuff. And he's part owner of Conchahawk and Brewing Company. So, you know, baby broadcasters out there, research is key. It's key to do your research when uh, having a subject on your air. So I went out and bought a four-pack of the Type A IPA from um, Conchalk and Brewing Company. It's a West Coast style IPA, and it is delectable. You would despise it. Oh yeah, I, I just I, yeah, I, I just saw the can and I almost kind of I just did the, the ass beer face. Can I tell you Ugh. something? Speaking of cans, I have become a can snob. It is to really? the it's to the point now where I don't want to buy a beer unless it comes in at least sixteen ounces. Oh, okay. So you like the tall boys? Almost. I like the tall boy, whatever you call them. I, 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 I stay away from twelve ounce cans. Yeah, because I feel like here's the thing. I feel like if you're gonna have one, twelve isn't enough. Exactly. 
And if you're one, two, 24, I mean, if you want one, sometimes 24, you're one and a half. Yeah. Two, two, 24 is too much. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I agree. So, I mean, here's the thing, though, but listen, but a 12 ounce bottle. Well, that's a different ballgame. Like it's more than a can. Well, and I know it's not. I know that sounds ridiculous. It's but, a mental thing. And also, yeah. there aren't any bigger bottles out there. That's your only option when it comes to bottles is the 12 ounce bottle. Yeah. Yeah, you're not going to get any yeah. bigger bottles. But if I see yeah. one IPA in a 12-ounce can, and then I see another IPA in a 16-ounce can, which IPA am I buying? 16 ounces. It's just so much better. So I'm drinking this, and uh, what are you drinking there, buddy? Uh, Corona Light with some lime. Um, I, I've never had the light. I think it's fairly new. Uh, no, know. it's, been around, I've never seen, it's I, been around for forever. Really? Yeah. I've never seen it before. I, you know, is that the giant... Okay. So I was wasn't like at, and there wasn't a whole lot of options there, and their their bottle selection is pretty poor, and I don't I I don't like to commit to something that I haven't tried before. Like I'm not going to spend fifteen dollars on a six pack of something I know I'm not going to like, or if I don't know I'm going to like and I try one I hate it. So I know I like Corona. They had limes right at the checkout, <laughs> <laughs> you know. And uh, it was on sale for nine bucks. So six pack of Corona, you know, two limes cost are uh, cost me like ten bucks. That's so. awesome. Yeah, can't beat that. It's a good beer. I, I don't hate it. You know me. Um, uh, let me ask you a question. Do you, so you prefer the bottle over the can? Is that what you're telling me? Yes, I prefer bottle over can. Because I have come a long way now, and I think I'm a can guy. Uh, I do like the 16 ounce Miller Lite aluminum bottles. We have we have said how much fun those are. See, and I think that is different than the can too. Like I don't that's like a third category, yeah, right? Stay so cold. Stay so cold. Yeah. All right. Uh real quick, I have to do this. Uh, I've had this snack in the uh drawer upstairs for quite some time. And my daughter, because she likes the Kinder eggs, you know, those little rip-off $1.78 eggs that come with a crap toy that the kids throw away within yes. uh, two minutes. Yeah, she's obsessed with those. And uh, Kinder came out with, like, a chocolate bar. I guess a little thing for adults. It's the Bueno Crispy Creamy Chocolate Bar. And she uh. has seen this in the um, drawer for literally... I would say two months. It's been sitting in there since before. Like, oh, okay. I got it like two shows before our last show together, and we had other snacks in the pipeline, so we didn't get to it. Now uh, this is uh, up, and I have to because she wants to try it in the worst way, and I can't. I'm so tired of arguing with her. I'm so tired of having to watch her because I think she's going to sneak in and eat it. Um, it's crispy wafer with creamy nut filling in milk chocolate. So I'm just going to try this quick. Um, it has a little drizzle, a little dark oh. chocolate drizzle on top of the um, milk chocolate, and it comes in almost little little nuggets. All right, each okay. candy bar. It's got there's two bars in there, like a like a Kit Kat, and then or a Twix. And then there's two nuggets, and there are four nuggets on each bar. And there we go. Very crunchy, almost hollow. Mm. And now I've I got um, a uh, Chase a Kinder Egg. They're the pork. For, They're the pits. Uh, Easter, and he didn't like it, so I tried. I'm like, I spent two bucks on this damn thing. So he loved the toy. Um, it was gross. Yeah, it's not good. I don't think she likes the candy. I think she just she wants the crap the toy. toy. Yeah. Yeah, and the toy is junk. It's I mean, junk. It's, it's, it's a junk toy. It's complete plastic junk, yes. Um, this is good. I don't know if I'd buy it over a Twix or a Kit Kat or a, a Snickers or anything like that, but uh, I give it a, 
It's better than the egg. I give it a uh, a three. It's a three. Mm. It's perfectly fine. Like it's not going to go to waste, and Lena will probably love it. You know, I'm 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 jonesing for candy, and I usually don't eat a lot of candy, but for some reason, I'm jonesing for like a Snickers bar, or like a Mr. Good bar, or some kind of chocolatey thing. I don't know why. I I don't. Maybe it's just going nuts. I don't know, but I'm just jonesing for some kind of candy bar. I don't know why I was out today. I should have picked one up. I got some Twizzlers the other day. Excellent. Oh, haven't had the Twizzler in a while. Well the worth. The problem it. is, I'll sit and eat the whole bag. Yeah, it's been tough. I mean, I, I, I can't, I can't, you know, I can't. Uh, yeah. What do you call that? Uh, divvy that out. You, you know, no can, willpower there. Set, no. Yeah. No, I've had trouble too. I've had to hide it, and I still go into the drawer and open it up and take a couple every time I go by. It's a bad scene, yep. man, but totally it worth is. it. All right, lots of stuff to get into. We both watched uh, the Seinfeld comedy special, which came out on Tuesday. Yep, watch it today. All right, uh, looking forward to chatting about that. Uh, one of the movies we talked about last week on Netflix announced this week it's getting a sequel. So we'll throw that in there. Uh, it's been a big uh, couple of weeks for Nicolas Cage. Uh, I said it on Twitter and Facebook, and I stand by it. 2020 has sucked for most of us, but 2020 apparently is going to be the year of Cage. So just Love be it. ready for it. Just be ready. This is the this is the renaissance of one Nick Cage here in 2020. Fantastic. Getting his career and life back on track, baby. Let's do it. All right, let's get things started. Episode 195 of this dopey 222 podcast. All right, flight directors, I want the go, no, go for launch. Retro. Go flight. Booster. Go flight. Inco. Go flight. Trajectory. Go flight. Fido. Go flight. Ava. Go flight. Capcom Freedom. Go flight. Capcom Independence. Go flight. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's pucker time. Oh, not again. This is the 222 Podcast with Mike Keller. The jerk store called. They're running out of you. And Robbie Lessig. You just made the list. Follow the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash Mike and Robbie and at Mike and Robbie on Twitter. Plus, you can send them an email at 222M&R at gmail.com. We're ready to believe you. Now, here's Mike. It's Miller time. Yes, it is. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Episode 195 of the 222 podcast right here on MikeAndRobbie.Podbean.com. You can also find us on your Apple Podcast app, the Podbean app, the TuneIn app. Wherever you find podcasts, you'll probably find this weekly nonsense. So download it, listen to it, share it with a friend, put it on your social media, and then make sure you get on over to our social media and like us at Mike and Robbie on Twitter, Facebook.com slash Mike and Robbie. And we do have an email, although why is a great question, uh, 222M&R at gmail.com. So lots of ways to get in touch with the show or really even more than getting in touch if you share it. That would make us very, very happy. I'm here once again in the basement studio, and Robbie is at the Palatial Lessig Estates. Good afternoon, oh, or I guess it's good evening, isn't it? Yeah, good evening to one Robbie. How are you, bud? I'm doing, 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 doing quarantine in style. Yep, and it looks like uh, we're going until at least June 4th with uh, this uh, shut-in lifestyle <sighs> that we've all kind of, I think, become a little accustomed to, and I feel like... Deep down, 
as a uh, like I'm an at home person. Like Julie and I are homebodies. So if Julie and I, who are homebodies, are at the point where we're sick of this nonsense, I can't even imagine like people who are used to going out like three times a week, doing stuff with friends, seeing all kinds of people, and just being super social. I can't imagine how just like stir crazy those folks are going. And you're you're a much more social animal than I am. Yeah, I'm ready to buck the system. I'm, I'm going to get out of this place. I'm going to spring the joint. You know what I mean? But where I'm would ready. you go? That's the thing, too. Where would you go? What would you do? That's the problem. You can go to Sam's Club. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, if you want to go somewhere where people really don't want to or know how or even care about practicing social distancing, Sam's Club is the place for you. Because I had to go oh. there earlier this week, and it's like it's, it was like bumper cars. It was People yeah. just have no sense of keep your grossness away from me. People have no sense of that there. I try to avoid it, you know. I mean, there's no arrows there. There's no, I mean, I mean, there were two people, like, fighting over crab claws today. I'm like, (laughs) and they're touching every bag. And I literally walk by, I'm like, yeah, keep touching stuff. That's good. Like, I, you know what I mean? Pick it and move. I mean, don't, They're all basically the same. That's gross when we're not in a pandemic. Yeah. You know what I mean? And now that we're in a pandemic, it's like even worse. Like, don't touch my stuff. There's a lot of disappointing things about what we're going through right now, but maybe nothing is more disappointing than walking into Sam's Club and remembering because you have that brief just flutter of inside excitement because you know there's going to be samples and then you realize no samples. (laughs) And then the sadness, the sadness washes over you. (laughs) See, you're a big sample guy. I hate the samples. Oh, I love the samples. I feel like people go there for a meal. Lena, like, Lena like, does. <laughs> like it's like lunchtime, and it's like I don't feel like paying, so I'm going to hit up. I mean, people are rabid yeah. over samples, and it's the adults. Like I think it's fun to take my daughter because literally one of the few places she will try new things <laughs> is the Sam's <laughs> Club samples. <laughs> Like, she's so locked into what she likes. It took us, and I I wish I was exaggerating, people. It took us 10 years plus to get her to eat a cheeseburger. A cheeseburger. Kids love that. The other night, she announced she was ready to try, and wait for this, a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And she what? tried it and announced to her friend on Facebook or Instagram, whatever uh, whatever video chat they were doing. It wasn't Facebook. It was like, I don't know, uh, FaceTime or whatever she was doing with her friend. She First of all, she's watched too much YouTube because she did the peanut butter and jelly tasting at 11 years old like she was shooting a YouTube video for her friend. And then she announced yeah. proudly, I don't know why I haven't been eating this the whole time. Yeah, neither do we. That's like a staple for kids. Like now, my son has not gotten on the jelly bandwagon yet, but he loves peanut butter sandwiches. But how so. old is your kid? Two. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You have a little. You got a little time. You got a little leeway yeah. to get into that. And jelly, I can get not liking jelly, but it wasn't the jelly she had a problem with. It was the peanut butter. Exactly. Really? Exactly. <laughs> Robbie just gave me the look that a dog gives you when you do something weird. <laughs> he tilted his head. <laughs> That's exactly what you did. That's exactly what you did. <laughs> yeah, that's what she wouldn't eat. She wouldn't eat it because of the peanut butter. Kids are weird, right? I mean, because, like, my son, like, I mean, as a baby, he would eat avocados. Like, I would actually be one of those parents that would actually make baby food. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're, you are the worst. 
I'm crazy. <laughs> I know. Now, granted, it didn't last a whole a whole long time, but like I would get avocados because it was good for him, and yada yada yada. He would love it. Sweet potatoes. Oh my god, couldn't get enough. Now the kid won't like touch an avocado, won't touch a vegetable. Won't, I mean, I guess that's normal, but kids are so weird how it's like daily likes and dislikes. Like, oh, yeah. One day he'll like it, and the next day he'll hate it. The next day he'll be like, oh, I want it. I'm like, I think I do like that. It's crazy. Yeah. But it's again, two years old, he's still developing all those uh, you know, taste yeah. buds, senses, all that nonsense. By 10 or 11, you should be eating peanut butter and jelly and cheeseburgers. Like this should not yeah. be This should not be a new occurrence in a household, but... These are big deals. You know how excited you just imagine how excited you get because I this is what I compare it to. I get very I got very excited when Lena finally rode a bike without training yeah. wheels. It was a big day. We have we have my parents' house on the same street, by the way, where I learned to ride a bike. So it was oh, very, nostalgic. very nostalgic. Yeah, very cool. I got the same feeling last night when she said she likes peanut butter and jelly. I was like, oh, oh she's growing up. Yeah, it's about time. Now, now wash my car. It's about time. It's about damn time. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I keep saying it. One of these kids gonna pay off. I mean, it just, it just, like, look, I got bad news for you. I'm not there yet. <laughs> oh, <laughs> damn it! Damn it! Damn it! Damn it! Oh uh, well, my, my truck's never getting washed. <laughs> Uh, anywho, um, good to see you, man. Always fun to uh, chat with you. A couple of things. Yeah. I, w- I wanted to run by you a couple of things here. Then there are some um, entertainment stuff we wanted to get to. And I have a story, an entertainment story, that I can almost guarantee you didn't see this week because I only saw it like one time on a website I check, and it's uh, it's like an industry, uh, entertainment industry website. So I do it from the Entertainment Report News. I don't think a lot gotcha. of people bebop. Like, when was, did you, have you ever gone to Variety.com? No, that's not not a lot of people normally go to Variety. It's uh, you know, we go there to get the news. So yeah. uh, I only read it on Variety.com, but it's a new show that's coming to Amazon Prime that I think I know we're gonna watch it on Mornings with Mike, and I think you have to be in on this. You have to be in on watching this show because okay. it has all the earmarks of maybe one of the best disasters in the history of television. Oh, okay. The show is my attention. The show is based and focused on a crazy person. Oh, and I'm not talking about a character. That makes sense. I'm talking about a legitimately crazy crazy person. person. Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm in. Who is this crazy person? I will tell you in just a little bit. Uh, We'll get to that in just a little bit. I'm teasing you. I'm I'm teasing you. Teasing me. I'm piquing your interest. Hooking me. (laughs) Now you got. Now these idiots have to stick around till the end of the show. Um, but a couple (laughs) things. I wanted to get to because you are in the uh, medical field, like you know, you're Doctor Lessig. So, uh, I have talked, I think, on this show about the um, tribulations of our recent insurance switch, right? Yes. Yes, we we were not happy with it. Uh, Julie and I were looking through insurances, and uh, we picked one that unfortunately made us have to change doctors, and really, just everything was out of whack, and we were not all that happy with it. Like the new doctor. I've only been there once. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. Yeah. And I've the only bright spot of COVID-19, uh, well, there's a couple, but the only medical bright spot for me of COVID-19 is one of my appointments got canceled with oh, my doctor good. because, you know, they just were, they weren't doing anything that was normal. They weren't bringing healthy people in to the doctor's yeah. office at that time. So that's the only bright spot. Actually, uh, that's with COVID, but there was one thing that we found out we liked about the prescript, about the health insurance was our prescription plan. 
So I went to uh, the uh, pharmacy to pick up a prescription, and uh, they rang it up without the insurance because I had switched insurance and they didn't have it, and it automatically rings up without it. So the number comes back like a number you can't even imagine comes back when you're picking up two or three prescriptions. Like it's just unbelievable. That's what they can charge for those pills. Like it is such a racket and you know, they're charging it because they're just going to get the money from an insurance agency. It's a whole woven conspiracy. Like I'm not a conspiracy guy, but you want to talk conspiracies. I believe health insurance is a giant and the health feel how much they charge. And I just think they're, they're both guilty, a giant conspiracy. So they go ahead and they finally add the insurance, the prescription plan, to the prescriptions that I have. And, Robbie, every prescription, including the one that used to come back at $30 a month, right? And I would get three months at a time, so I would pay $90, and it's something I have to have. The others were negligible, but they were still, you know, 20 bucks, 15 bucks for a 90-day supply. All three came back goose egg, $0, everything covered. Wow. Which is amazing. So finally, yeah. finally, Julie and I fist pumping, high fiving, doing the chest bump, that thing that the football players do when they jump up and knock and knock hips to each other. Uh, we're so excited because at the end of the day, what are Kellers? We're cheap. cheap. <laughs> That's right. We're cheap. I do. Yes. So I was so pumped up, so pumped up. Julie goes and gets a couple of her subscriptions um, uh, filled, and yep, they all come back zero. We're thinking this is fantastic. Maybe this wasn't such a bad move after all, because while we don't yeah. like our doctor and we never want to go to him, we'll just die young, but at least we'll have some extra cash in the bank account for the kid, exactly. or I'll just go golfing more. Either way, oh, yeah. it's a win-win. The kid will be fine. <laughs> go golfing. Go play poker. Everything will yeah. be fine. So, you know, we're riding high. We're not even thinking about prescriptions anymore. We're looking to take more meds. You know what? Yeah. Can, what else can I Sign get? Prescri- me up. <laughs> I want to feel great. Come on! All of those, <laughs> all of those prescriptions that tell you you might, you know, have diarrhea or fainting. I don't care. Let's let's give them a go. Let's see what happens. All the dice. <laughs> so it's free. So we're, me up. we're fired up. We're excited. And Julie has this prescription, and she goes to get it filled. And this is one that lasts a while. It's it's only used when needed, so it it lasts a little bit. And she goes to get it filled, and this used to come back it was it was like my negligible like it was 15 20 bucks or whatever it was it was it wasn't a big deal or it was more i don't exactly know the story because i don't ask her how much her prescriptions cost or it was a lot it was might have been like you know what it might have been like 90 bucks but it lasted like six months to a year like it was when needed okay okay yeah exactly yeah so or prn as we say in the biz what does that mean prn That, that isn't that the pennsylvania racing network that's as needed. That's just the acronym. Why wouldn't it be A N? This is another thing. This is another conspiracy <laughs> for the health insurance know. company. I'm just taught these things and regurgitated them. I don't know what that <laughs> So, anywho, Julie goes to get this filled. And I don't know if you uh, uh, are aware of, I don't know if every pharmacy is like this, but when our, farm, when our prescriptions are ready, we get a text. And yes. on the text, it tells you how much. It's going to cost. Yeah. So she gets a text. Her prescription <laughs> is ready and it comes back and it's going to cost like $400. So there goes your savings. <laughs> now the other bet. So now, <laughs> now I, first of all, why would everything else cost zero? And that, yeah. And that cost 
four hundred dollars. Explain that to me. Where where does that fit in to any kind of uh, any kind of sense? So I mean, there are I I would ask questions like so did they did the doctor write it wrong and no. wanted it. So it's not name brand. It is generic. It was generic. Yes, it was a generic thing. And yeah, yeah. Hmm. I, I don't know. So, that. yeah. So now she's got to do the whole bit where you try different prescriptions, dif- different generics that are cheaper to take the place of the generic she's taking now because that's my girl. Cheap. <laughs> Doesn't yeah. want to pay the $400. I, I don't know what I would pay $400 for. Well, unless it made my eye like the medicine was preventing my eyeballs from falling out, yeah, I yeah. don't think I'd spend four hundred dollars. It would have to be life or death. Yeah, and then depending and on he, and even then, exactly, I'd take the, yeah. I might take the damn gamble. Like depending how long, like how long are we talking here? Is this like an every month thing? You know, because eventually yeah. you have to weigh risk reward. So I'm supposed to take it maybe once a month. Can I take it like once every six months and then maybe die, maybe not? Can we that work that? Is there an yeah, app for that life calculator where I can figure out how long I'm going to be able to last by not like taking, taking this medicine? The, taking the pill, I'll live till I'm 80. Taking one every once in a while, I'll live to about 45. I'll keep the 400 bucks. 45, a little scarier for me than it is for you, but yeah, <laughs> I get exactly what you're talking about. It is just one of those things that makes absolutely now, zero sense. Have you tried, and this is a tip because I'm cheap, there is an app called GoodRx. No. You can get on your phone. It's free. And okay. what you do is you, you plug the medication name into it, and it regurgitates the price of all the meds at different pharmacies across in your area. So that med at CVS, let's say, okay. may cost 400 but at Sam's Club, maybe it costs $4. $4. And they, they offer coupons and things like that as well. I like a coupon. So, Oh, baby, nothing gets me hotter than a freaking coupon, I'm just saying. <laughs> and um, so what you could do is try download the app, plug that med in, and see what it would cost you. Just a tip. That's a cheap guy tip to another cheap guy. I will pass that along. Trust me, that information. I'm kind of eager. I would If it was up to me, I'd stop the show right now and go up and have Julie try that. Yep, good RX. Good. Download it. It's a free down. Yep. Let me read good that RX. down. Good RX. So that was like our big kind of frustration over the last handful of weeks. It actually happened a little while ago, but Julie's been calling like insurance and checking with different pharmacies to see if there's any difference in price to see if we could work our way around it. If there was a, a loophole or a glitch in the matrix, and there was absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. And that's Keller luck, right? I mean, because you think absolutely. you're gonna save boatload of money and then <laughs> that comes back they're gonna spend more yes yeah <laughs> it was probably at the end it was gonna cost us more money when it was all said and done yes so uh where, where she's trying a new prescription actually what made me think of it it just came in the mail today she got it from some mail order thing so fingers crossed hopefully it works if not i'm gonna be getting seven more jobs to try to pay for this 400 dollars magical uh prescription that uh, julie needs Freaking wives. Yes. <laughs> Ladies, am I right? <laughs> one other quick thing. Um, you know that one of the rules of the Keller household is when you come down here to the basement area, you have to close the door behind you, right? Because if not, the cats yes. will come down, and we don't want them down here all the time. We don't leave that door open. So it isn't so much that they can't be down here. 
at times. It's just we close the door. We don't want them to be locked down here because that's a bad scene. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I, they go nuts and rip your crop apart. Yes. Or or worse, which is what I'm about to tell you about. Because um, the other day, I guess, uh, when one of us came down to get a drink or something, and the cats, like, won't run outside, but there's two places that they want to be for 30 seconds desperately, and that is in my wife's piano room, which she's not, they're not allowed in there because she will put flowers and plants in there because one, they'll eat them, and two, I'm allergic to them. So she hides them yeah. in the piano room. And two, they're not allowed down here because we closed the door, as I said. And those two places they want to be in desperately. Desperately. Yeah. You can open the door and invite them outside. They wouldn't even think about going outside. <laughs> so um, I guess we came down, one of us, to get a soda, or Lena went down to get a snack. I don't know who the culprit was. And the white cat, my wife's cat, must have ran downstairs and then, like, in the corner or something, and we had no idea. Very ninja-like, snuck their way downstairs. Oh, okay. And this was probably near the end of the day, and it was very happy down here for a couple of hours, and apparently it spent the entire night down here because my daughter got up wow. the next day, and all of a sudden while she was watching YouTube, her uh, blissful time of television was interrupted by the fact she heard meowing and, like, meowing, like, distressed meowing. So she uh, goes, okay. she opens the door, to the basement, finds the cat waiting at the top of the steps, lets the cat up, tells no one. Tells no one. That was the morning. Later that day, I would say about 5, 6 o'clock in the afternoon, I come downstairs. And I come down to get something out of the uh, man cave area. And I happen to just glance over to the brown futon. And when I tell you that it looked like some sort of big cat from the Carol Baskin <laughs> Reserve came down here and took a dump on my futon. I wish I was exaggerating. I wish <laughs> that I was being a bit of a... Um, I was using hyperbole, but I am talking to you in facts. This cat... And I don't blame it because it was down here. It was overnight. And when you got to go, you got to go. But I had no idea... That it could go that much. <laughs> Maybe it was a little anxiety ridden. It was and good for it. It was healthy. It wasn't runny. I was actually, I was jealous of the cat's turds. That's how healthy that cat's turds were. That's so funny. So I do, I mean, what would you, if you were me and you know me, what do you think I did at that moment? Probably yelled, Julie! <laughs> 100%. 100%. She didn't answer, so I called her cell phone. And I said, you got to come down here. Something terrible has happened. And then now all my senses have shut off. I can't smell anything. Uh, to tell you the truth, I kind of had tunnel vision. I was sweating a little bit. I was all kinds of worked up. Julie comes down, and right away, I didn't even notice it, she smells cat pee. So she dives in a little closer. And let me tell you. This is she does what only a mom could do, because wow. only a mom. You, you remember when you when your kid was little and Leah would pick up the kid and they just go nose first right into that tushy, right to the butt. Yep. Dads Did don't do poop? that. Yeah, dads don't no. do that. We try to waft it, right? Yeah, and, and I'll like grab his the back of his pants and like look in. Yeah, you peer like, in. Like, <laughs> yes, no poop. Yes. 
like you're a peeping Tom for poop is what yeah. you're trying to do. You're trying to sneak up on the crap uh, in that yeah. instance. But the moms pick them right up and they just right. they motorboat it is what they do. Yeah. Meanwhile, you smelly son of a dudes try to social. We we were social distancing from diapers. <laughs> Before it was cool to social distance. Yeah, so right. she comes down after we pick up with paper towels, like the solid turds that barely left any kind of remnants on the uh, futon and throw it into a trash bag. She comes down and she dives like I'm telling you, uh, Olympic level dives head first into that sofa and smells that not only did the cat dookie there, but it also peed all over the futon. Uh so, is a futon dead? No. Nope. Like, is it a... I will tell you. I think, I don't know if we caught it quick enough, but we went in with Dawn. We went in with all kinds of soap. We used baking powder, which is what it said, baking soda, which is what it says to do online. We used some kind of other uh, carpet cleaning thing, and we scrubbed the living daylights out of this thing. Now, it doesn't smell anymore, but it has all that cleaning remnants on top of it. So, uh, okay. we vacuumed off the baking soda. But now we got to figure out a way to get like the large white spot area. It looks like you remember the Poppy episode of Seinfeld. <laughs> yeah. where, Poppy, where Poppy got up and there was a wet spot on the sofa. That's yeah. what it looks like, but it's all white. It's like Poppy peed baking soda and then left oh, a little okay. white dust after he got up. It's like Poppy yeah. was dehydrated and it just came yeah. out. Poof, that's what it looks like. Yeah, and there's no way to like take that. It's not like it's a cover to take that off. No. It's all one. Yeah. Now, Dealy. luckily, this is not a futon we purchased. Oh. This is a futon so, that was technically loaned to us by Julie's sister. So what you could do, in essence, if it doesn't smell, you just get a futon cover, like 10 bucks. Exactly. Put the food co- yeah. futon cover, no harm, no foul. Now, luckily, none of my wife's family uh, cares about me or listens to this show. So... um. The question is, do we tell her sister? No. <laughs> Robbie, what you guys can't see is Robbie just shaking his head no. It never happened. <laughs> you do a Jedi mind trick. This is not that, the futon Roxy peed on. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing to see here. There's nothing move to on. see here. Please move on. So, um, I th- was drunk and peed on the futon. <laughs> it wasn't the cat. Well, she- Which is probably more acceptable than the cat peed yeah. on the futon. Like, yeah. I, would, I would sleep on a futon that you peed on quicker than the cat that peed on. Well, let's face it. If you uh, grew up where you had a beverage or two in your life, there is probably, I would say, a good, what do you think, 85% chance you peed on something you weren't supposed to? Oh, yeah. And really, that's like if someone peed on it, like you peed on it, it would be mostly beer anyway. So <laughs> what does it matter? <laughs> I got, I've got two stories. Uh, I will tell. I have them labeled A or B. You, uh, you get to pick. I will tell. Look, I've never told this story anywhere <laughs> on any kind of radio show. Um, would you like to hear P story A or P story B? Let's go with B. All right, B. Oh, I wish you wouldn't have picked that one. So, <laughs> so um, I was living with Julie at the time, and uh, so was her uh, sister. So, uh, no, I wasn't living with them, I guess. I was just, uh, Julie and I were just dating. I, I don't remember what the situation was. There was two bedrooms in the apartment that Julie and I eventually lived in together. It was her apartment. So I think I might have been living there. And her sister used to live there in the second bedroom, but she moved out. But uh, my buddy, uh, dude, for the or Jude, for the, you know, Jude, um, he uh, was having, and him and his uh, roommate, Matt, were having a uh, Beirut tournament, which is a version of beer pong that just gets you totally messed up. 
yeah. totally messed up. So uh, Julie and her sister were a team, and then uh, Julie's sister's now husband, then boyfriend, Bryant and I were a team. Okay. Well, um, we got hammered because Brian and I somehow made it to the finals of this thing. And mm. that's the thing with a beer pong tournament. When you win in a beer pong tournament, you actually lose in a beer pong tournament. Oh, 100%. Yes, because the people who got knocked out early are a suitable fun drunk. Yeah. When you get to like the semifinals and the finals, you are uh, a not fun, messy drunk is what happens in those instances. I'm usually numb by that end, by yeah. the end. I, I just, I can't even feel it. It's just all like maintenance mode has kicked in on my body. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like I don't know what I'm doing, but my body is just <laughs> taking over. Yeah. Because if, if not, I'll just fall over <laughs> yeah you're you're just you're an autopilot is what's happening yeah, at that point so it's motor functions at that point <laughs> bryant and i were just demolished just absolutely like demolished and julie and her sister got us home uh, it was mostly julie because if i remember correctly uh her sister was also three sheets to the wind and um <laughs> got us home put us in bed and all i know i don't remember this so this is like carol baskin saying she killed her husband. This is allegedly. All right? Yeah. I don't allegedly. know this. Allegedly, I got up in the middle of the night. I can't believe my parents will say this. <laughs> allegedly, I got up in the middle of the night, went into the kitchen, <laughs> opened the refrigerator door, <laughs> and and uh, emptied my bladder onto the refri- <laughs> onto the inside of the refrigerator door. And apparently, Julie caught me. I finished up and then went back to bed. And I don't know anything about it. And just left my poor <laughs> wife. I don't even know. I don't even think we were married yet. And she still went through with oh, it. Oh, there's so many things that I could tell you that I can't. She's made, <laughs> like, right then, she should have reconsidered a lot of things. I think I was living there at the time. But she went right to bed. I went right to bed, and she had to she had to deal with the uh, swampy situation there in our kitchen. That's fantastic. Yeah, I got nothing like that, buddy. Like, I've done some crazy, crazy stuff drunk, yeah. but I I don't think I've ever peed in the fridge. <laughs> that's, yeah, yeah, that's that's the. By the way, you went with B. Definitely the worst of the two stories. Definitely I, the worst. I am. Um, I've never. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I've 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 gotten drunk already, and one of my roofs and peed off. Of it. Rob, <laughs> Robbie Robbie's crying right now. Isn't he? I, I can see your eyes funny. watering. <laughs> so funny! That's, I'm dying. That's as you oh, would say in the wrestling world, a straight shoot. And like, I think the best part is like, <laughs> like envisioning no light in the kitchen yeah. except the refrigerator <laughs> light. <laughs> and Julie, you know. She, <laughs> <laughs> because the, the the kitchen was like in a little co- corner of the apartment, and the kitchen and the refrigerator door opened towards the open uh, area, so uh, all she could probably see was me standing there, and then she heard the liquid hitting the inside of the door. Like she probably couldn't even see anything. That's even better. <laughs> yeah, I'm just guessing that's how it played out. Um, it just. Her seeing your your naked butt in a glimmer. No, of no, no, no. It wasn't even the naked butt. She saw the front of the door and just like my chest and above peering over. <laughs> That's even better. Because it opened oh, towards her. Yeah. Oh, it's so great. So she couldn't even see my naked butt. She didn't even get that treat. Uh, oh. I, yeah, we also have a story where I was in a uh, 
Uh, we were sharing a hotel room with someone who um, infamously slept walk. And he got up in the middle of the night, slept walk into the hotel bathroom. And all of a sudden I hear yelling. And apparently he went in and he relieved himself all over like the toilet paper, which was built in next to the toilet. So he made it all the way into the bathroom. And I just hear yelling. So now I wake up and I have to pee. So I go into the bathroom and they start yelling at me. No, no, no. And I realize I'm walking in this guy's urine. Oh! So now I'm washing my feet off in the sink. It was, yeah, I've got, yeah. Oh, I don't have any fun peeing stories. <laughs> all your all your peeing has been utilitarian. It ha- there's no entertaining, yeah. yeah. Like I said, the only time I've ever I got on the roof and decided to pee off of it because I thought that was the thing to do when you were drinking. I mean, why not, right? That seems um, that seems good. It seems it seems right. It seems right. And it's, actually, it was a fantastic pee. I mean, it was breezy up there. I get a little warm in the face drinking. I mean, I enjoyed myself. I don't know who if anyone was below me. I don't know. Whatever, or uh, if it was a car or something. But I was at a bachelor party once in uh, the Poconos, where we stayed in a cabin that had a, a deck off the side, and like it was, it was almost like an L deck, like it went in the back and then went around the side. Mm. I don't think anyone peed in the bathroom that entire <laughs> weekend. I think everyone just went off the deck. <laughs> Poor lawn, <laughs> just bare spots yeah. everywhere. Poor wildlife too. Imagine if a deer is walking by unexpectedly. Yeah, that, that's where I piss. What do you have? Like, like, R. Kelly's here. Um, <laughs> all right. A um, couple things we wanted to get into. Uh, let's go ahead and uh, you want to do uh, Seinfeld first? Sure. All right. Let's go ahead and jump in to the Jerry Seinfeld comedy special on Netflix. What did you uh, What did you think? I, I, it's like he didn't miss a beat. I mean, I, I loved it. I, I was laughing out loud from the beginning. Actually, I think the pop tart bit was probably my favorite. That was early on. That was, by the way, I wrote that down. I, I wrote down because his line about pop tarts was, um, "Where is it? Uh, pop tarts? They can't go stale because they weren't ever They're fresh." Fresh. <laughs> <laughs> and it's amazing. the The pop tarts the same shape as the box. <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, just. Uh, and that's what stuck out. Um, for, I mean, and just he, yeah. I just. Um, I loved it. I, I thought it was great. Um, and, you know, I, um, you think sometimes like these guys, when they get older, you know, he doesn't need the money, obviously, you know, um, and you think that they wouldn't devote as much time to it, but he truly does. Well, I he mean, loves it. He does love it. That's he, his craft yeah. and that he's good at it. Yeah. He does it he's great at it. constantly. I don't think, I mean, you say he's never missed a beat and you're right, but I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that he's never really stopped. I mean, he just, he's True. been doing it nonstop and uh, it is a great hour of comedy. You should definitely check it out up on Netflix. Uh, I liked his talking about uh, the phone bit and how uh, obsessed we are with the phone and addicted to the phone. Now, I agree. People are obsessed with their phones, but I look at that from a different standpoint that he does. Everyone thinks they got to have it, got to have it, got to have it. Every time, because he did a bit about losing the phone and not knowing where it was and how scary it was when you when you check your pockets and stuff, yep. for me, again, the cheap factor comes in because all I think is how much it's going to cost to replace that phone. Yeah. I don't care about like porting stuff over. I'm just like, oh my god, I want to pay for this. Exactly. I think I think a lot of people are like that. He also talked about uh, how did texting come to be, and he's so right about that. And it's those are the things that are you think, why didn't I think of that? Because it's so genius, and it's something we do every day. But texting just appeared. 
Like there was no commercials. He's right. There was no commercials for it. No, all no of a sudden, training how to do it. Yeah, everybody was just texting. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And his relationship stuff is so good. Um, and I like when he talks about, well, you know, he has that filter. You have to have a filter if you're going to be married and realize I can't say that. And that is every day of my life, every single day. Yep. Yes. I, 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 the beginning stuff was actually my favorite stuff. Like, I really like the uh, the part where he was like about, you know, you hey, talking about your friends. How do you get there? Who's going to drive? Who's going to do this? Who's going to do that? Who's paying for parking? Yep. Like, it was just his stuff is so funny. It's almost like stuff that you shouldn't say. You know what I mean? Like, and he has the sarcasm, and and that's why he's great. It's it's really about nothing. Well, I mean, his yeah. stand up is about nothing, just well, like the show. He absolutely has, uh, you know, mastered the the uh, idea of you know he's one of the richest people in the world. I don't know how much he's worth, but he's got a ton of money. He doesn't have to worry about anything. But yet he remains and knows what everyone else can relate to. Which yep. is I I can't even imagine that. So he's it's amazing. You should definitely check it out. And it's funny I had a big Seinfeld week because I I've told you guys I've been rewatching Thirty Rock and I forgot he guest starred in I think the first episode of season two of Thirty Rock. Oh okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's he like uh, I always and it's always in the back of my mind how much of a jerk he is. So yeah. I really try to block that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want that interfering with my love of his stand-up and his yeah. comedy, um, but it's it's he's great. I mean, he's great live. We saw him live. He was great. This stand-up was great, and I don't. Th- and all this material was new, which was insane. Like I don't think he repeated anything. I think it's all new to me. There was a couple stuff, a couple things in there that were kind of mentions that he had mentioned before. But yeah, if that's an hour, if it's actually one hour, I didn't actually look at the time. Uh, Fifty-eight minutes of it is brand new stuff yeah. that you've never heard. It is great. You're yep. right, and he's 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 wonderful, and he's a, I'm sure he's a jerk in real life, but uh, I have no problem. I have no problem separating the real life person from the entertainer. I have yeah. zero issues with that. That that is ne- that is something that has never bothered me whatsoever. Yeah, it, yeah. I mean, it really, I mean, it would bother me if I would meet like if we would went backstage to see him and he was a jerk. And actually, I don't know if I would want to go. I wouldn't. I would not I, go. I would. I do not. I, I have no part of me wants to meet Jerry Seinfeld. No, I, I just. I'm happy with being a fan from afar. Same so. here. Absolutely same here. Uh, another thing that kind of came out this week, he was doing an interview, and he doesn't do many, but he did mention that it's likely that comedians in cars getting coffee is done. Um, I think you're a little bit more bummed out than I uh, am about that, simply because he's interviewed. And had just about everybody. He was starting to duplicate guests. And I think they're fun to watch when you have them. But my thing is, like, I never jones for comedians in cars getting coffee. If he's going to do, instead of that, like, one stand-up special every two years, I'd rather have that than ten new episodes of comedians in cars getting coffee every year. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, and my thing is, it's more like a – and I'm selective with what shows I watch. I don't watch a whole season of it. Because like, first of all, I don't even know who some of the people are, and if I have to Google who they are, I'm not watching it. I mean, I, that's like that piques no interest in me, like someone. But like the Howard Stern one was great. Yes, um, it was. You know, that was one of my favorites. The David um, Letterman one was fantastic. Yep, yeah, that was great. Um, I don't like him, but the Stephen Colbert one was good. Yep. Um, the Julie Julia Louis Dreyfus that was that was great one too. So I mean, there are ones that I will like you know go through, um, and. Uh, yeah, I, I I liked it. It was good background to me when I work. I put that on a lot because I would yes. hear some of the stuff and laugh. Uh, like you said, though, yeah, I wasn't 
like devoted, like, oh, I binge watched them all, you know. But if we get a stand-up special from him, which he said he would rather do that himself, like you said, than that show because it's a lot of production. You know, they're driving around for hours and they got to piece that. They got to find the cars. Yeah. So it's a lot of production for what it is. Um, So I would love for him to do more stand-up. Yeah. I mean, I like the show and I'll watch them if they're there, but I'm not going to. uh, I'm not going to be totally bummed out if they never come back. Speaking of Letterman, I know you have XM, uh, Sirius XM. It was last week, I think last Wednesday, Letterman wa- was on uh, Howard Stern. So you should definitely go listen to that. Oh, yeah. I will listen to that. Yep. I, I stopped listening to I, I don't know why. I I don't know. Just my schedule has changed a little bit. Watching Chase, I don't listen to as much radio. Like when I'm by myself, I would listen to more. But now that I have him, it's not, we're listening to more Frozen soundtracks. I can't, I can't. And, you know, you're, you're, into, uh, you're into Elsa. Yep. Oh, well, no, I'm more of an honor guy. As am I. As am I. Um, she's kind of she's witchy, that, uh, that Elsa. <laughs> I know you're excited about this. Uh, Nick Cage, first of all, was announced, since where everyone is into uh, Tiger King, that he was going to play. He is going to play Joe Exotic in an upcoming scripted series uh, from the guy who ran American Vandal. So Joe Exotic, Nick Cage, I love the casting. It never occurred to me to cast Nick Cage. But if you, uh, to me, it's going to work. I think it's going to be genius. I am all in. And then, I don't know, a week later, you get the news that, uh, and we had heard earlier this year that National Treasure 3 was in like pre-production, but you hadn't heard anything in four or five months. Now you get a reassurance from Jerry Bruckhammer Yes, it's coming, and not only that, but we're going to get a Disney Plus show. And oh. now we don't know if if that's going to be like Nick Cage's character in the Disney Plus show, but uh, it True. is going to be a Disney Plus show um, surrounding the National Treasure World. I love one, two's fun too, uh, as well, and uh, I'm looking forward to three. And the fact that my daughter's into it makes it even more fun. Yeah, I love I love National Treasure one, I, the first, the original. It's I mean, just a fun was, movie. Okay. Just a fun movie. It's, so good and i i'm into that whole like da vinci code treasure hunt i love that kind of history aspect of it he was great in it even with his sidekick riley i forget his name he was fun he was fun um diane kruger yes how you doing yeah um i enjoy her yeah and it was yeah i'm looking forward to it and i am a nick cage fan face off Again, National Treasure. Well, like, uh, you're even, you're a Nick Cage 10, 15 years ago fan. Oh, yeah. I don't even... Has he done anything recently? N- nothing. He's got a little cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs as of recently. Yeah. Now, if they can somehow rein him in and we can get the old Nick Cage, yeah. I'm all in. Yeah. I'm all in. Yeah, and I and I loved um, uh, him as Ghost Rider. I thought, again, the first one compared to the second one was better, but I thought they were good. Um, yeah, Nick Cage fan. So yeah, I'm looking forward they, to this as well. Yep, I like the Lots year of Disney Plus stuff. Looking forward. Yep, to. and I'm telling you, 2020, the year of Cage. Last week we talked about um, the Chris Hemsworth Extraction Netflix movie, uh, also involved in that as a producer, I think, and uh, I'm sure he's part writer. Uh, Joe Russo from the Avengers movies. Uh, he was uh, right behind that movie, and now they're making a sequel. Russo's coming back to write it, and uh, they're hoping they're hoping that uh, they can get the Chris Hemsworth character back in for either a prequel or a sequel. I'll tell you what, though, I'm a little, I'm not disappointed in that, but I'm a little disappointed in the fact that I wish the Ryan Reynolds. I mean, I know they said there were sequels. Yes, but I didn't really hear anything officially. Yeah, I don't know and either. I heard, 
And I like those movies better than the Hemsworth movie. I mean, because I'm more a Ryan Reynolds. Mark. Yeah, me too. And that was more of an action comedy. You got the uh, Ryan Reynolds quirks. This was just like pure action. Like we said last week, if it's a, if it's a hour and almost two hour movie, an hour 20 was just, you know, car chases yeah. and fight scenes. It was, you know, yeah. it was fun. But you're right. I'd rather neither movie is going to win any award. But no, if you're looking for a mindless action movie, they're fun to watch. I have no problem yeah. with them. Yeah, and I, I just I, I like the Ryan Reynolds movie a little better than the Hemsworth movie, so I, I was hoping for a sequel for that. But I mean, listen, I'm going to watch you regardless. I mean, it, it's good. Yep. Speaking of Ryan Reynolds, I I don't know how I missed this, but this came out earlier in the week, um, or at least that I saw it. It, it maybe it may have been out before. I, maybe I just slept on it, but it was The Rock's birthday, and Ryan Reynolds wished him a happy birthday, and apparently they're shooting a movie together. Now I know. He had a little guest role in the Hobbs and Shaw movie, which was a surprise. I didn't even know about that. But apparently, they're they're co-starring in a movie together. How, how did we not know this was happening? And is it a? Did I read wrong? It's a Netflix movie. I that, I know nothing about the movie other than they yeah, are I, filming the movie together. And how amazing is that going to be? I, you and I will I not mean, be able to control ourselves. No, and I don't even know if we can be in the same room. To watch that. <laughs> we have to watch that together. We have to watch. I mean, it. it's called Red Notice. You got to get a new futon. That's all I'm saying. Did you see who else is in it? I already need a new futon. No. Gal Gadot yeah. is in it as well. <laughs> it is a Netflix. It is a Netflix movie. You know what? I do remember. Now that you say Gal was in it, I do remember her. I, I remember this thing, but I I don't I kind of forgot about it. It came out last summer. The news broke last summer, so I don't know if Ga, uh, Gal Gadot is still involved. But it came out last summer that they were making this movie. So I I don't know when this thing is going to premiere. I don't know when we're going to get to see it uh, in theaters. It says 2020 as far as when you look up like the Wikipedia, November 13th, 2020. And I'll tell you what, I mean, those are the three best-looking people in the world. <laughs> They're not saying. bad. They're, that's not a bad-looking cast. That is not a bad-looking I mean, cast. I mean, like, if you add me to it... Oh, well, that's too top, much for people. It's too much. Top. It would break TV screens. Yeah, it, exactly. LEDs would just start frying. <laughs> the- theaters and uh, flat screens could not handle it. Uh, no. One other thing before we get into the new Amazon Prime show that I teased earlier. Uh, the big story... In entertainment wasn't really even the national treasure stuff. The big story of the week was that Tom Cruise is going to shoot a movie. At least the plan is on the International Space Station. You've got to be kidding me. You didn't see this? You've got to be. No. I didn't see this. He's teaming up with NASA and along with Elon Musk and SpaceX. It's not a Mission Impossible movie, but at some point... They are going to have him, the plan is, on the International Space Station. And while he's not going to film, I can't imagine, an entire movie up there, he's going to at least film scenes in space, and he'd be the first person to ever film a movie or part of a movie in space. That's amazing. That's amazing. Yes. That's amazing. I And, and I know he does his own... Stunts. You know, he does his stunts and things like that. Hi, buddy. <laughs> Well, the little guy's here. Say hi to Mike. Hey, buddy. Say hi, Mike. All right, we're finishing up, I promise. Here, I'll let you go on this, but I'm, I'm super All excited right. for that. We had a lot of fun with that. Here is what I got to tell you before we get out of here. New Judge Show. Now you say, do we need more Judge Shows? I'll tell you, we need this Judge Show. I don't like Judge Shows. Okay. I don't watch Judge I don't Shows. Either. 
But this is the Judd show that both of us will watch. Coming up in on Netflix at the end of this month, excuse me, on Amazon Prime at the end of this month, there's going to be a pet judge show. And the judge knows nothing about pet law. He really doesn't know anything about being a judge because he's not a real judge. The judge on this show is going to be none other than Gary Busey. It's called Gary oh Busey. Oh, my God. It's called Gary Busey. Oh, my God. Pet judge. And here is what we know from the press release. Busey will be settling disputes between pet owners with a press relief that promises the uh, cases will revolve around a veter- veritable menagerie of animals, including monkeys, goats, birds, dogs, meerkats, turtles, and Robbie Robot raccoons is what they're saying in the press release. That's insane. It is the best thing ever. And then it goes on to say, is Gary Busey a real judge? Absolutely not. Does he know anything about pet law? Probably not. Can he look into your soul and suss out your spirit animal while delivering a verdict with a trademark Buseyism? Yes, he can. We are getting... He's crazy. He's crazy. He's not play crazy he's not pretend crazy he is literally he is nuts. crazy yes and i will watch I, oh. I mean because that that's a hot freaking mess of a uh, you think tiger king is nuts watch this stuff i this don't care even more nuts. i don't care about judge judy i don't care about judge wapner i don't care about uh judge uh what, what's her name chrissy Teigen. i don't care about any of that but give me gary Busey, pet judge and he better wear a freaking robe oh, and he a, is? Little doily, a little doily around his neck. <laughs> I don't know if he's a doily, but I have. And you know, by the way, everyone always jokes that judges aren't wearing anything under their robe. You know for a fact that he is not wearing anything under that robe. He is nude and, under the robe. And I hope they do a bit where he bends over and they show his ass or something like that. Like he drops the gavel and he bends over and you just see his ass. Like, I. I that, oh. And I have a Look. feeling that if there's one thing. Gary Busey and I have in common. It's I bet that it's we both have peed on a refrigerator door. <laughs> but the funny thing is, he just got a new fridge. Yeah. <laughs> well, and he wasn't drunk. He was yeah. <laughs> yeah. He just had to go. I was getting yeah. some, some milk. <laughs> he was just he was just thirsty and had to relieve himself. Uh, all right, there you go. That's gonna do it. <laughs> Isn't that the greatest thing you've ever heard in your life? I got I want to shake that person's hand over come up with that show. Is that whoever pitched that fantastic. is is the new hero of Hollywood. That and you know it's going to be huge. It's going to be mean, huge. It's, it's going to be everything people are going to be talking about. It can't be not awesome. Yeah, it's going to be amazing. It's got to be great. Amazing. <laughs> it's just going to be great. So, a uh, Gary Busey pet judge coming to an Amazon Prime screen. <laughs> well, just his hair always kind yeah. of mussed up. Yeah. His hair's just, always askew. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. Fantastic. All right. Sorry, we're running a little late here. You got your kid there. Uh, what do no you, problem. What are you playing with the little guy tonight? I don't know. We're, he's eating some pizza right now. We're going <sighs> to, I don't know what we're going to do. We're going to maybe do some Play-Doh. Ooh. A couple of Play-Doh action. That you sounds like fun. Well, you have yeah. a great evening. Um, have a good time, and uh, we'll do it all over again next week. And I've got we got we have barely anything left charge wise on this iPad that we're <laughs> skyping on. So we, we got we just, let me tell you when I tell you under the radar, under the radar, man. 
<laughs> Just coming in under the line, under the wire. All right, we got to get out of here. Uh, this has been episode 195 of the uh, 222 podcast. Again, send us a, a Facebook message, facebook.com slash Mike and Robbie. We're on Twitter at Mike and Robbie and email 222 MNR at And don't be afraid to go into your Apple Podcast app and leave us a little bit of a review. Robbie, we're out of here. Five stars. Five stars. <laughs> well, oh, we didn't do our picks. Oh, we didn't do our picks. Let's do our picks real quick. All right. Do you have enough juice on the pad? Go ahead. Fire it away. We'll have to do our picks quick. Stu- uh, all right. Real all right. quick. Go ahead. Go ahead. What are you saying? I was going to say all stupid. Right. I just paid the, the clothes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, men's Money in the Bank ladder match. Uh, Otis, Alistair Black, Daniel Bryan, Rey Mysterio, AJ Styles, King Corbin. I'm going AJ Styles. Uh, me too. Okay. AJ. AJ for both of us. AJ. Uh, women's Money in the Bank. Carmella. Shayna Baszler, Nia Jax, Asuka, Dana Brooke, and Lacey Evans. I'm going to go. I th- my head says Baszler, but I think I'm going to go with. I think they're going to try to swerve people. I'm going to go Nia Jax. Man, that's my pick. Oh, it's, yeah, that's my pick too. Oh, I mean, God. I think. I mean, I know. I I I have. Yeah, I I think Shayna's going to win it. Um, but I I think Nia's going to. I think they're going to go for the Nia Becky angle for that broken nose thing i do too and i think they're going to save uh baszler and becky for SummerSlam. yep uh braun Strowman versus bray wyatt not the fiend bray wyatt for the universal championship i say uh bray wyatt no i'm sorry i say i'm sorry uh, i'm sorry i'm saying i got that wrong i say uh, uh what's his name braun Strowman. braun Strowman. uh i think um I, I i hate to agree with you again but i do agree with you um because I think they're going to try to. I mean, they want to. They're, they're going to have a Fiend versus Bray Wyatt. I agree. Uh, versus Braun Strowman. So I, I agree. agree. Braun Strowman. Uh, Seth Rollins versus Drew McIntyre for the WWE Championship. I, I mean, I, I don't know if we're going to ever disagree here. I'm going Drew McIntyre. Um, I think Drew McIntyre's title reign is over. I go Seth Rollins. Really? Oh man, yes. what a bummer that would be if they if they remove it from him right away. Oh, I know, bad. I agree. Uh, SmackDown Women's Championship, Bailey versus Tamina. Um, I don't get Tamina, so I'm going Bailey. I go Bailey as well. Uh, she's going to drop the title to Sasha Banks. That's what they're setting up. That that that's gonna that 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 fraction that fiction is fra- uh, friction is going to happen there. The fraction uh, of friction. <laughs> and the last, the SmackDown Tag Team Championship, Fatal Four Way, uh, New Day. Miz and Morrison, um, Forgotten Sons, and Lucha House Park. Now, who's the New Day's champion right now, right? Correct. They they really like these Forgotten Sons guys that I could not care two licks about. So I'm going to say Forgotten Sons. Yeah, I, I I say New Day retains. I hope you know, so. I'm going to say New Day retains. Um, the Forgotten Sons suck. I agree. Uh, they're not good. They're Lucha boring. House Party is awful. And I mean, I don't think they're going to put the. I think they're going to split Morrison and Miz up and have them feud again too. Sounds like. So fun. I'm going to say with New Day. So uh, you have Forgotten Sons and New Day. We both have Bailey to retain the title. You have Drew McIntyre to retain. I have Seth Rollins. Um, we both have Braun Strowman to retain. Nia Jax for the money, women's Money in the Bank, and AJ Styles and the men's Money in the Back Bank, which will take place at the corporate headquarters in Stanford, Connecticut. So it comes down to the Drew McIntyre-Seth Rollins match and the Fatal 4-Way. Yep, that's All right. it. And then if you beat me, you get the belt. If not, yes. I retain. 
for one more month. Yes, and ties go to the champion. That's right, the championship advantage. Go spend time with your son. All right, everybody. All right. Bye, universe. See you. We'll talk to everybody next week. Have a wonderful week. Stay safe.